Hey guys, welcome back to the post show. Uh, this week, Dave jumped back into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Shaman King. Uh, we continued our weekly conversation on Tokyo Revengers and Two Year Eternity. Uh, we both happened to watch the first episode of the new uh, original anime, Sunny Boy, which we both really, really dug. Um, and I checked out the new Marvel's What If show on Disney+. Plus. Um, and then finally, we talked about Suicide Squad, and or the new Suicide Squad, and James Gunn, and Marvel, and DC, and, and all kind of that. And we have some other anime news kind of sprinkled in throughout the episode. So anyways, thank you guys for listening. Have a good weekend. See you next week. Bye. Oh, hey, Grant. Hey, Dave. Let's give him something to talk about. <laughs> How you doing, man? I am uh, I am good. Oh, that's a bad good. drink. Oh, yeah. You yeah. tell me you're not a fan of that. No. It's not uh, the worst when the only thing in your fridge is the thing you don't want to drink. <laughs> like, well, there's alcohol in it, so no one said medicine has to taste good. I guess it's it's wet. That'll yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a growers for you people yeah. wondering. And no, I'm not a masochist. It was just in my fridge and left over from God knows what. So uh, anyway, we just wrapped up the My Hero Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, more ep- a uh, more promising episode uh, this week than we've had uh, so far in season five. So you know, we'll just have to see where that goes. The unfortunate thing is, is yes, this was a really interesting episode, and you and I were like very up on it mm-hmm. versus what we've seen. But I am officially at the point where I kind of don't fucking care, and I yeah. think this episode was a little too late. Yeah, but you know, it's not like we're you know we're tanking on the show. Like we're going to continue, and you know, mm-hmm. when it's good, it's good. But it's like this has been a long nineteen weeks. <laughs> you know, like they or may... twenty technically. You know, yeah. like there's the breaks, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh... they may have eroded their good faith, right? Like, uh, you know, there, there's so much a show can do and stand for, and you can like that's why, you know, I don't have any examples off the top of my head, but like a lot of shows can afford to take a slow episode or a build episode or a yeah. flashback episode or two or three or whatever you want. Um, you know, my uh, Attack on Titan season four. Uh, yeah. You know, the first four episodes are nothing but build and nothing but historical context and and shit like that. And then, but it makes sense, right? And it's worth it. Yeah. Um, this is like just been kind of silly <laughs> so yeah. far. It's. It, I think the thing that blows my mind the most is like how not talked about it is. Like you know, there's and you know we again I'm, I'm repeating myself at this point, but like the the heavyweights that are running simultaneously with it is not helping its case at all. No. Um, you know, there's just, there's so much to talk about. And uh, I, I think it might be a bit of a casualty on, on my hero's part, but yeah. anyway, I don't, I don't want to dig on it too more. Like I said, it was a good episode and I am happy. I'm, it was interesting. Like I was watching, and I was like, huh, you know, like you're just sitting there like a scholar on the couch, like interesting. Okay. Yeah. See what they're doing here. You know, yeah. I'm glad I, like I put it. my suit on for this episode. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, that's that's my hero. So the the first thing I want to talk about, I'll, I'll start yeah. us off here, Grant, is uh, I'm a few more episodes deep on Jezo- JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay. And all I have written in my notes is something I wrote to myself like two nights ago when I was watching it. And it's just, it says, JoJo, colon, this shit is preposterous. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but like... I don't even mean it necessarily in, like, a bad way. It's just ridiculous. Mm. Like, I don't know... I don't... Like, I think what I need is, like, we need, like, a connoisseur, someone very well-versed in the world of JoJo Mm. to, like, tell us about it. Or, like, I actually watched some YouTube videos being, like, why you need to watch it and all that shit. I I don't know. Here's what I'll just say very briefly. You got a guy? I got a guy. We'll we'll talk to Giuseppe. (laughs) We'll, We'll get him to sit us down, and he will explain why jojo is or why we should love jojo and why jojo is jojo and uh i'm sure he'd be more than happy to explain it to us it's a whole new thing it's like i think jojo's bizarre adventure is like almost like a caricature of anime like it's almost satire Mm. in that like it just does stuff that other shows don't do it really leans into the whole idea that like 
whether it's intentional or not, that like the show is half a fucking meme half the yeah. time. Like sure. it's it's almost like they're making fun of audiences or of like weird Americanism type shit. I don't really okay. know how to explain it. Like like Jojo himself, like the guys, like the muscly guys are so muscly that their characters aren't proportionate. Like their quads are bigger than their chests. You know what I mean? And like based on the mood or the tone of the conversation, characters' hair color will change and no one mentions it. Like like for any reason at all, just everybody in a scene is now purple. And and the music is like really over the top. And you know like those anime-isms we talk about, like where mm. people will talk in the midst of a fight? Yeah. Like they'll do that, but it's an entire conversation and it's four straight minutes. Like, it's the weirdest shit I have ever seen. And, like, the color palette is, like, super vivid. And, like, I, I don't know. It's just, like, I haven't seen anything like this before. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing and a bad thing. Like, I'm just... Uh, it's one of those things where, like, this doesn't happen a lot. But I, I bet you and the people listening can... Uh, you have probably experienced this at least once. But, like, I'm watching this alone. Mm-hmm. And there's at least a couple times where I've been watching it in four episodes where I just look around and I'm like, I wish someone would see this. This is insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, is it like, is this really happening? That's what, year, what this what show does. Is this from the, the first season. Oh, fuck, I should know that. I have no idea. Because I think they are like quite spaced out. Like I think years. so too. Let me yeah. check. So, <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Um, yeah, so I think the very first one was in 1987. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Uh, Wait, original it was run. Re- it was rebooted, no? Yeah, I think maybe what's on... Uh, let me just see. Yeah, I think what's on... Uh, yeah, the manga series was created in uh, 1987. Da-da-da-da-da. I don't know. I think this reboot has started in 20, uh, 2014. Oh, okay. But I could be completely fucking wrong. I'm doing this off a quick wiki search. But you're right. They are... Uh, significantly spaced out Mm. and I will say overwhelmingly when I did do some quick um, like some quick googling around everybody said the first part is absolutely by far the worst (laughs) Oh, because it's in parts right every part is a different member of the family whose nickname is Jojo yeah and the first part is like you know it's like several episodes but I think it's like that first arc is called Phantom Blood um, and people, it is not like well regarded for whatever reason. Um, Which one is the one? I Golden Wind. I've heard that's the one. Like that's the one you got to work up to. Is it four? The fourth season. Part or, five or part five? Yeah, I've, that's. I think that one's got the juice. I think they all do, but I've heard. I've heard a lot of good things about. It. It's the dude with like the pink outfit or the purple outfit. Yeah, well, like oh, the the outfits in general, man. Like it's just, they're just ridiculous. Like the whole fucking thing is preposterous. It's like. I don't know. It's like, it's weird. It's like half the time I'm like, is this satirical? Like, cause it's serious mm. sometimes and then it's not. And they just lean, they lean so far into the gag that I'm like, is it a, is the whole show a gag? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's so weird, dude. Um, I have, I have to check it. I have to check it out. Now that you're talking at least the first few episodes, just, I, I gotta see. Watch, watch like two or three episodes. Yeah. Just get a taste of like what, what you're talking about and, you know, see if you shout what is going on in three episodes <laughs> of JoJo, because that's what I, I I know I'm gonna love it, dude. That's the thing. I'm like I got so much on the go right now. There's so much I, I yeah. really want to get sorted out, and I I know once I start JoJo, it's gonna be like all right, well this is the rest of uh, the rest of my summer. Watch it with the wife. I want her take too. I don't understand. I'm sure, I'm sure she'll love it. I don't understand. I don't even know if I love it. I don't know how. Like I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna continue watching it. We love we love the weird shit, man. I don't know. Like the goofier the better. The quirkier the better. We. Uh, yeah, That's it's just so damn here. weird. Um, mm. But like, yeah, I'm gonna keep watching. Like, fucking weird people have me interested. So mm. stay tuned for that. Um, what do you What have you been watching this week? Well, I, I so I want to briefly like I, there's not too much I can talk about. I've only watched the first episode, but um, there's been a lot of talk of this show, uh, Sunny Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. Did, have you, did you have you watched it? <laughs> I watched the first episode. Okay, perfect. We're on the, we're on the same wavelength. So I was literally had like twenty five minutes to kill yesterday, uh, just like sitting in a parking lot. <laughs> and I, was, I had it queued up and downloaded every everything to go. Um, what 
this show might be this might start stealing some hype from some other shows this season. Yeah, that it's was amazing. A, inc- that was an incredible, incredible pilot. <laughs> like, holy fuck. <laughs> Dude, it, it blew me away. I, yeah. I, I'll i let you keep going, but we are well, absolutely in agreement. So, I have to wonder if the guy that did Devilman Crybaby is involved. Mm. Because that is, it's very similar artwork, or art style. Like, at least character design, character model. Yeah. Little less, like, more realistic, and but very sharp in the, like... The like na- almost like a natural fluidity, mm-hmm. which you don't see a lot. That's the thing when you see kind of something realistic in anime, it kind of looks weird to the eye because mm-hmm. they're not like you know unexpected motions and all that. But mm-hmm. it's it's for anyone listening, I, I I wouldn't even know how to describe it. It's clearly like a mystery, duh. But yeah. um, it's it's got some major uh, uh, Lord of the Flies vibes. Yep. Right off the bat, which you know I, I think that's pretty obvious. Like that's <laughs> that's not a pretty deep insight, mm-hmm. but um. So I guess the setup for anyone listening is it's a group of senior students. I think they've more or less said, like in the first episode, they've only said it's senior students. They're almost in like a pocket dimension with parts of their school. They're surrounded by like like an internal darkness, like an ether. Mm-hmm. And they're all slowly generating superpowers, which, you know, like, I, that's the thing. Like In, in 20 minutes, they they're, they very slowly, like drip, drip, drip feed information. Mm-hmm. And you know the only it's I don't it's trippy man like trippy is the word dude I, I it's it's I'm super I got to rewatch I feel like this is going to be one of those shows you're not going to be able to just blast through um, each episode you're going to have to yeah. rewatch it like again and again to get everything because there's so much on display again it's a pilot sometimes they go a little more mm-hmm. on a pilot but um, yeah what like I don't know like I always continue rambling about uh, like little like bullet points what, what are your takes on it. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was incredible, too. Um, I saw the trailer. I don't know how I missed it. it. You know, to be fair, it's only, like, five weeks in. There's only five yeah. episodes or so, or so Thursday, out. So. I think it comes out, yeah. Um, but, you know, the first thing, like you said, is the, the, anime, the animation style is so distinct. It's unlike a lot that I've seen before. Um, I really love the colors. Just the whole way the thing is drawn, mm-hmm. it feels like an older anime. I don't know what it is, but like, it just feels old, like in a good way. Like I, yep. I don't know what the hell is going on, but the use of silence is really good. Um, like they just sort of let dialogue hang in the air a lot. Um, it's I don't know if we're gonna say it's like a horror anime because it's probably not. But like the Lord of the Flies thing, I thought I thought the exact same thing as well. Mm-hmm. It's eerie. Yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable. Um, it might be a thriller more than a horror. Yeah, psychological, thriller, psychological, psychological thriller. thriller. It's probably the most uh, um, accurate, based off the pilot. And it's a really, really strong pilot. Some of the best 3D CG animation used. Yeah. Like, the, the way, like, because, you know, there's moments in the episode where the school kind of, like, bends upon itself. And, yeah. and people kind of bend upon themselves. And all, and oh, the effects, the, the effects. Yeah. You know, like, the you hit uh, the head uh, right on, or hit hammer the, right on the yeah. nail there. Whatever that saying is, uh, the use of sound is like very potent. Like mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a moment where it's the pilot, so like I think we can get into a little bit of spoilers a little bit. But there's this mm-hmm. guy who has the power of um, causing like a penalty on someone, and like you know <laughs> he like an X like slaps on their face, and just like the the audio cue of like when they get you know it hits mm-hmm. them their face kind of thing. It's just kind of like whoa, like you know that's very potent. The the one guy. Just the effects of the superpowers in general. There's a like in this. There's this effect that is seen in the trailer. So like very mild spoilers. But this effect that this one guy is able to inflict, where it splits the screen, like the audience's mm-hmm. point of view, like where the camera is, sort of gets like chopped up. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. That's like so creative. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, because you're questioning, like, is it just my point of view, or like is reality bending? It's very interesting. It's very, mm-hmm. very creative. I, I really, really like it. Um, it's, you know, it's so hard. Pilots are so hard in general. Um, but it, you know, the last time I felt about uh, this strongly about a pilot, it was something like, you know, To Your Eternity or maybe like Demon Slayer or something like that. But it's so incredibly different from those things. I'm just like super stoked to have more really fun stories to watch. So I think I'll probably keep, uh, keep jamming that too. And I believe it's not adapted from a manga. I think this is an original anime. Love it. Yeah. Love so, it. And I also, I might be mis... 
remembering, but I believe the writer is the dude from ReZero. Interesting. So that is, I think that's what originally put this on my radar is I heard that. Oh, and that's promising. So I think that kind of cues up the suspense, maybe even horror elements to it. Definitely the suspense thriller stuff. So I'm, um, I'm very much looking forward to following. I, it's one of those things I'd like to, I got to find a good pace to catch up because this is going to be a week to week for sure. I like, think so too. Yeah. I think uh, as well, just on the note of people involved in the series, is I heard uh, one of the directors of Demon Slayer and Demon Slayer the movie was involved in directing oh. some of the episodes too. So, Shit. if that kind of stuff, uh, you know, very beautiful. Seriously, yeah. if you if you gorgeous, if, if you are finicky or you're you know picky is not the right word, but like if you don't have a lot of time and you only want to watch like beautiful things, which some people do, like they want to some people feel like they need like a full package because you know time is hard to come by for for everyone i think this is be a cool one to check out because it's got it's got some visual cues and it's it's like a painting it honestly looks like a painting yeah the, yeah I, I agree with that like just the way it's animated looks like a painting it's so yeah. weird I, I don't know how i would describe that or like what i would compare it to i know that there's examples just like a couple layers deep that i'll have to think about but Anyway, like I said, the first thing that came to mind was Devil May. Um, just like not the world itself, but just the kind of the, just the design. Not quite as uh, Devil May had, had like a macabre look to it. You know what I mean? Mm. It was like they looked real, but they kind of looked like off. I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, it's, I check out that. Sunny Boy. Check out everyone should check out at least the first episode of Sunny Boy. It's an awesome pilot. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, are you caught up on Tokyo Revengers? Yes, I Mike again. <laughs> <laughs> so, episode 19 spoilers for Tokyo Revengers. We're going to yeah, talk about I, I, Bloody I Halloween. I want to get into it with you. Yeah, let's talk about Bloody Halloween. Okay. I'm a little underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am too. Okay, good. Uh, there you go. So, what happened here, guys? Like, what... Where's, where's the my ju- guy? Where's my guy, Baji? For starters, where'd the juice go? What, like you, like this was like the episode, you know, that we've been hyping up. Not even we, they, they've been hyping up, and like to not deliver in the way that they did. Do you know what the Do you know what the real fucked up thing is? is what the the thing that got me, like, like that rallied me was literally Takamichi's rally cry. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, dude! I think we all needed that. <laughs> like, this episode is dragging." Like his rally cry, but then watching him run at like two frames per second, I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" Or two drawings per second? Like, what is happening? This is the first episode, and you know what? This is a problem where we were pretty hyped going in. We were expecting a lot, but I see that that Draken and Hanma fight was some of like the laziest action, like. Yeah, like the the cinematography. You know, like I said, this is supposed to be like you know, this has been hyped up to be like a really big deal, right? Yeah, you know, and like there, there's been some pretty cool fights. There, the show is a little known to do some cutaways and kind of like weird, th- but just the the fighting, the animation was just so stilted. Yeah, and stilted is a good word for it. You know, it's you know, and like there's elements of the episode that I, that I do really like, mm-hmm. but I don't like. There's the moment. Like, Kazutoro is, like, just ranting like a madman. And, it, and Takamichi was, like, the total, like... He was the best part of the episode because he had so many good lines. And Kazutoro was just, like, going on a rant. And, and it comes to Takamichi. He's like, what is, he, what is he talking about? What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, but, uh, yeah, Takamichi needs to learn how to fight, too. My God. Well, so, like, that was, like, a different kind of letdown because he's supposedly grown. You know, his resolve yeah. was supposed to have hardened after he got stabbed through the hand in the last fight. Yeah. He and, hard. yeah, and, you know, he, like, saw the love of his life die again. And then, like, you know, he was like, okay, now I know what I need to do. And then he gets there and he freezes. Like, it's the, like he didn't know what was going to happen. Even though he is literally from the future and knows what's going to happen. Like, what the, what, what was that whole thing about? I don't know. Like, I get it helped to have him, like, come to his senses, but, like, that how also... Many more, how many more flashbacks? I'm forgetting the girl's name uh, in the moment. Um, Hina. 
Hina, like, how many more flashbacks of her in that fucking fire are we going to need to see till like, he's, like, permanently, like, ready to take on this challenge? Yeah, that was irritating, because that was such a good moment. Yeah. Um, that episode was so great, and, like, they're really undercutting it by, like, him needing to reference it all the time. Like, it's almost, it's weird, right? Because if, you know, you're not supposed to try and apply real-life logic to anime, but, like, humor mm-hmm. me for a moment. Sure. But, like, if you if you think about taking your mind and transporting it to your 13-year-old or 15-year-old self, it feels like that's not what's happening. It feels like he's, like, dimly aware, but he still has, like, the intellect of a teenager half the time. Mm. Like, you would think that he would be a little bit more, like, in the moment, being like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, I'm a fucking... I'm a oh, grown-up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I should, wake my, I should wake the fuck up and get moving. So, I don't know. That stuff was... His demeanor was irritating to me in the first half, and then the rest of it was okay, but it was really hamstrung by, like, really, really weak animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you know, you and I have talked about animation uh, and, like, being overly critical of it and, like, a bunch of other shows, and, like, we're really not here for, like, attacking specific animators no, ever. No, no, no. But, like, this was a letdown. There's no other way to say that. Like, it's, Yeah. It was a letdown. You know, and because it's a fight, and the fight yeah, is bad. It's, it's a fight. Also, too, I was thinking that, like, the back of my head was like, how loud would four hundred fifty people screaming and punching, punching yeah. each other be? Like, some, someone would have called the cops. <laughs> like, I know they're like in a construction site. Was we we talked about the, about this thing, this phenomenon as well. Is like in the past, is the audience losing their sense of disbelief, right, or this, mm-hmm. their suspense of their disbelief, like you don't start asking those questions until you're not distracted anymore, right? If this episode delivered some of those beautiful animation that they were capable of and the fight was, like, super enthralling and everybody had moments and it was, like, gorgeous to look at, we wouldn't be sitting here wondering about Takemichi's resolve or the, you know, how realistic the situation is. It's just that, like, nothing worked, so we're here, we're sitting here poking holes... Yeah, I don't want to say nothing worked. Like it was fine, and I'm happy no, with the, the way it did. But you like know. I said, I thought the rally, the rally cry was pretty good. I thought, you know, Drac, like Papa Draken, I lo- like that Hanma guy. Like someone needs to like just chop that dude because the way he says like Draken, like he's so <laughs> annoying. Like he's, I know he's designed that way, but he's uh, he's probably the most punchable character in an anime I've seen in a long time. Yeah, that uh, was, it was good to see like Draken like get a piece of him and then obviously we got to talk about the ending what do you think about the whole mikey i don't know the what, whole the whole super mikey saiyan? kazutora super saiyan like getting his head beaten in with a pipe so it's my it's my problem with the show because like i understand i actually i will say this is the first time i've had this problem with the show is you know again it comes back to your point about just you know viewer disbelief but the show, even though like it is like young teenagers like pounding the shit and like they do have like nuclear kicks as they mm-hmm. as they call it, but like it's still kind of like people beating up people and people go down. Like when someone pulled the knife, that was a big deal. Yeah. Earlier on, right? Like there was some realism embedded there. Yeah. There was some realism and like you know, it showed the fear in their eyes. You know, like because you know you get stabbed, like you're very much done for potentially and. You know, like, I know Mikey's this character of, like, you know, legendary status. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe, it, you know, it could be... I'd be surprised if they tried to introduce, like, an unrealistic... Na- or, uh, um... A literal invincibility? Yeah, but, like, you know, like, he took, like, so many pipes to the head and the blood and all that. It's like, come on. Like... He's not gonna then, like, get up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Especially at that point. Like, I I, I actually thought, like, they, that first hit, they killed him. And I was like, Whoa they took it there yeah. i was like that's interesting and i kind of not dig it because like i i don't love mikey i haven't like yeah. you know he's well you're, we're not as attached yeah. the audience isn't as attached to him as takamichi is right like yes because it, it's clear that there's that there is that darkness to him mm-hmm. and takamichi's goal is to not let him go that way draken seems to be much more through and through good guy yeah than mikey i, I don't know i thought the whole thing was uh the fight was a little anticlimactic because it didn't look great. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. We only have a couple more episodes left of this as well. Yeah. So I'm really... This this reeks of cliffhanger, Dave. All oh, of this. yeah. I don't like disagree. It's, I'm not... Uh, I'm actually not looking forward to that. That would be yeah. a really sour way to end 
a show that I've actually really, really liked so far. And yeah. it's, it's just a weird, like, uh, of all shows, this is not the one I expected to potentially not stick the landing. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know, it's, but I guess it happens sometimes. But, like, you know, we got four or five episodes left, so we'll see. We got a few but, left. Um, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. I, you know, I guess my, my guess would be, in my question coming out of that episode was, okay, so this happened the way it did, and did Takemichi actually do anything that would have changed the course of history yet? I, I mean, he rallied everybody. So was that enough to change what would have happened, which is Mikey losing it and killing Kazutora because Baji gets killed? I don't know. I think... And Baji's no-show. That's the thing. So, like, the whole yeah. goal of, like, saving saving doesn't matter because my guess though is that that's a misdirect and Mm. that he's gonna show up and help mikey or he's gonna choose a side then he might get killed anyway Mm. or somebody else you know what i mean like maybe maybe the fight isn't over i will say if this is just it and like that's just how it went i'm gonna be pissed like, yeah, like if we just next episode opens, it's like anyway, bloody Halloween was last week, and that was pretty bloody. Eh? <laughs> I'll be like... I'll be straight up irritated. So I, I don't know. I feel like he has to show up, otherwise, like so much of this stuff is moot. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking about it now. There was another a moment I really really liked. Uh, the the dude Baji's like right hand man, the dude with the, wearing the eye patch now. Yep. When he shows up and saves Takamichi. And the two of them are fighting like back to back. The first thing I thought was like, "Oh, I wonder if this dude ends up becoming his Draken, if Takamichi does become the head of Tomon." Like oh, we ever see cool. that at one time? Yeah, it was just I don't know the way they shot it. Maybe they're just trying to make it look like a cool moment because he doesn't really have any buddies. In other like you know he's friends with Draken and and Mikey and the the blue haired dude who like is technically his boss now. Mm-hmm. They're starting to build a little bit of rapport with him, but other than that, like this this. Again, I'm blanking on his name. Um, again, my hero problem. So many characters. Yeah, uh, no, but I but, mean, uh, he was Bodge's yeah. number two. He was the guy Bodge beat the crap out of. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of a cool moment when he comes to his rescue. And I was like, oh, I wonder if these two become like a power duo at some point. Yeah. History repeats itself. Who knows? It'd be interesting. Uh-huh. TBD. We'll see where uh-huh. that goes. Um, TBD. What else do you got? Well, might as well jump right into your eternity. Okay, yeah, that's kind of what I was... That's the not, It's the Tokyo Revenger to your eternity conversation each week. I love it. It is kind of like back-to-back. <laughs> so, are you caught up? I am caught up, yes. So, we're going to get into episode 18 of To Your Eternity, so with spoilers, so heads up. So, Dark, um, you hadn't seen 17 last week no, either, no, and there was like some darkness in that one too, so... The, like... This past couple episodes are not, it's not that they're not sitting well with me, but I don't understand. <sighs> that is it Hayami, is that her name? The villain, the, the villainess yeah. that they've yeah. kind of introduced? Hayami or Hayase or something like that. Yeah, yeah what, whatever, like whatever, that. whatever her name is. She's creepy as I'll get we'll it. We'll say Hayami. Um, Hayami. Um, she i understand why she's there and i understand the importance of her being there but everything just feels super loose are you getting that vibe like it's it feels like these past this whole arc has been very loose and not as i don't it's just i've been loving the show so far it's been so tight it's been so like concise and everything kind of has and even now, even when I'm saying, like, these past couple episodes are loose, like, everything has its purpose. Like, they're showing it for a reason. Mm-hmm. But it just feels kind of stretched out a little bit. Like, everything's kind of happening so quick. Like, with the stuff with Gugu, you know, like, we had all this time with the characters. And we had that time jump. But we kind of got them to see, like, we we're, like, looking into their lives. This is kind of seems like a, it's taking place over, like, a day. You know, it's just very, like, go, go, go. I know it's been, like, more yeah. than that. But well, it's... Yeah. it's so it's you know and this is it's kind of been what we you know we were joking last week of like they introduced as uh, it Torin or Turin or the, uh Tanari uh, Tanari sorry um like they introduced her and you and I were like uh, like don't make us love her you know because mm-hmm. we won't and I still don't like flat mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. um I think she's a terrible character <laughs> like her her as a character she's a horrible person mm-hmm. I understand she's had a, like a shitty life and all that yeah. um, disassociative relationship yeah but 
almost like split personality. But like we're at the point where we're really supposed to be sided to them. Like this episode, specifically this episode and last episode, like kind of the sacrifices that Fushi made for all his friends and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I still don't, it's the first time where it's like, I understand the show is telling me why I should feel sad for them, but I feel nothing for any of these characters. And think, yeah. all the major moments involving Fushi and them, none of them have landed at all. Yeah. Well, I think that you run the risk, when you run the same gag, you run the risk of diminishing returns, right? Yeah. Like, fool me once, shame on me twice, you know what I mean? Um, or, you know what I meant. But, yeah, uh, yeah I agree, you know, I, I think it's definitely not as powerful as it was the first couple of times mm-hmm. it happened when we were establishing these relationships with characters that weren't super sympathetic. But, um, it is a weirder arc, in yes. general, like the idea of a tournament arc was so weirdly not fitting for the show to begin with. Um, but I think it was almost more of a vehicle for Fushi to train mm. and like be exposed to different types of relationships, or at least that's yeah. what I'm like sort of telling myself. I because agree with that. I don't agree with that. Gugu was easy to like. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, he was he was so great. Mm-hmm. What's well, not to like about Gugu or Puran or or whoever? But like. Yeah, like, the frequency of Hayase or Hayame, this this villain chick, and, like, the havoc she's able to wreak on our heroes, and also the frequency of the knockers and, like, how they're being used is a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. And then, so you take those two things and you combine it with, like, this new group of characters who we have to assume are disposable and they're not as likable as characters we've met in the past. It makes for, like, a slightly weaker arc. Sure. It's kind of weird that way. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't really know what to expect. I mean, it feels like all of this is meant to make him feel more and feel differently than he has. And I think that part has worked. Yeah. Um, I, I just, think Fushi's you know, character development is good. Yeah. I think, I think... He, he might be the only character in this show. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah like, yeah, he's I the only that. constant, like... It Everyone feels, else might feels, die. It feels even in the show, like there's a moment, you know, and like, like I said, the Tanari is not like a completely like a write off character. Like, I think she has moments, but like the flip floppiness, like the, you know, the dual, the split personality that you, you know, alluded mm-hmm. to that she kind of has. Like, I understand her character. She's a very well written character, but it's, I don't think enough time has been spent with this character at all. This whole thing has been rushed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like the moment, like the moment where, you know, she, she tries to rescue him and, and he's like already escaped. And that then was good. Of, you know, and there's a scene where they're talking back and forth and like, it almost like he was like kind of checked out and he had said something and she kind of corrected him and he, and he like flat out said, eh, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, he, he's checked out of this whole thing too. Like he's, I think he's so fed up with everything going on in this island and also like, I didn't love her attempt at, like, instilling, like, religion into him. And he did not take the bait at all. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Because it's like trying to explain the idea. I wasn't sure how deep the show meant to get there. But, like, it's almost kind of too late to give the idea of a grand creator to Fushi. Because he's almost too mature for it now. Yeah. Right? For one, he literally has an ethereal creator who's <laughs> comes in and out of existence. <laughs> yeah. um, and he pays no mind to that guy. And the second is like, he's learned so much that like when Tanari tries to like, be like, Oh yeah, but there's like an invisible force and a man in the clouds. And if he deems it worthy, then, then like good things and bad things will happen. And you know, he judges everyone. He was like, Hmm, that seems like a load of horse shit. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, maybe if uh, it was, like, one of the first things he learned, you know, maybe if March taught him that, that would still be with him. Well, that's the thing. And, you know, like, I'm not trying to make this controversial here, but, like, that's why they force Sunday school on young people. Like, they get them when their brains are easy to be formed and you can... It, that's why you teach when you're young. Like, your well, brain absorbs. Yeah. Like, you know, he's he is not a baby anymore. <laughs> like, he's got his thought and his feelings and all this and that. It's... You know, it's um, it's a little too late on her part, but it, it it was interesting too. I was wondering if maybe that was their way of setting up the man in black as a villain. Mm. You know, because she kind of said like, well, maybe then like you know, someone will send demons to kill him or kill you, or not like kill you. Maybe that's but, like, what the knockers are. Maybe that could be kind of like I said. I think I really hope 
this doesn't become a whole thing about religion by the end of it that'd be kind of blow but uh that would yeah uh, I, I, it's been yeah. done you know it's like totally. the show has done it's very unique take on this situation and these characters but uh the, like i said the deaths at the end did not i didn't even flinch i was like i don't know any of these characters i don't really care I, like we did not know them half as well as we've known other characters that have died yeah. you know mm-hmm. um but but who knows you know the one we know best is uh tanari Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think most of that crew is dead now. I, I didn't like, you know, I didn't. The first death, I was surprised by though. I will yes. say that, like, you know, I mean, let's let's back up a bit and just briefly mention the fact that they went the zombie route, which is mm. crazy. But this is that's the thing. This has been in the. I had a, a hunch this was coming because it was in the op. Oh, the show I've been has it, had yeah. a very bad spoiler show P. Yeah, that's not a lot sure. of that's stuff. not very cool. No. So they went the zombie route, not super cool. Um different though. Like that was unexpected when that happened, but I guess there's like a convenient corpse pile, fine, whatever. But I was surprised when the little girl, I forget her name. Was it Upa? Or yeah, Upa. Upa. Something like that? She gets um like uh you know, infected. For the yeah. lack of a better word, and she kills the other girl. And I was like, yeah, oh, she shit. Me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> quick, quick one too. I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> god damn. Um, it, you know, uh, even though we didn't feel it as strongly as uh, as we have in the past, my takeaway in this moment was like, Fushi's gonna feel like he, he's just death. Mm. You know, like and like he can't get close to anyone ever. Because everyone he cares about will die. And eventually, I think he might just have to follow the man in black. And just do what he's told. And not allow him to get close to anybody. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's kind of a cursed existence. It, you know, because remember at one point he says, I've never been able to save a single person. He says that yeah. in this episode. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. Do you think this is, like, just a machination of of the man in black of like he's trying to show him mass casualty mass pain to like get him yeah. to follow his rule and like you know because i know he's there to learn but he's also there to complete a task it seems it could just you be know? an experiment I, I wouldn't be surprised if the if the twist was that the man in black was controlling the knockers as well yeah um yeah, yeah when you mentioned that a couple of weeks ago that that's been in the back of my mind too i, I like i, I kind of like him for that or I can I can see that yeah. being his deal, but uh... so I don't know. You know, a part of me, and this doesn't really work in a narrative structure. It just so like in my head, a part of me loves the idea of a show, and its only purpose is just like the human experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's I mean that's mostly what the show is. Um, it just happens to be like there's some really fun adventures along the way. Um, but if the show can keep doing this and keep it fresh, which is really mm-hmm. hard to do, I'm pretty much in for it. Like, I'm down. Um, but they just have to find a way to, you know, and the manga's been ongoing for a long time, so I have to presume that the, it, they find a way to, like, keep it engaging and exciting and introduce new things when they have time. But I'd, I'm really curious, like you said, like, how does this end? Mm-hmm. Where do we go from here? But I'm going to keep watching. Yeah, it, it's, it's so funny because... This is such a strange. This is such a strange leap here. But you know, like Leanna's been watching Naruto, uh, mm. like a lot of it, and you know, like the big conversation online, and you know, kind of even her watching because there's just so much of it is like, what is kind of skippable, mm-hmm. and it, just talking about it now, I can like if when I ever do the Two Year Eternity rewatch, like this whole arc is getting skipped, like no question. Like, oh really? Just, oh yeah. I have no. I have no interest in in any of this that is taking place. There was a couple moments like. You know, the... Because, like, it's just the character of Tanari, like, she just cannot stop lying. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she does the whole thing of, like, yeah, no, like, I actually knew my dad did all this. But, like, you know, and she's a kid, and she did have... She had one of the most potent lines. I think it was... Uh, was it... It might have been the most recent episode, but she makes a line of, like, I think this island poisoned me. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. plain and simple. You know, like, I think she's just stuck in her ways. She can't help herself. Yeah. And that kind of makes her a little bit you know, more of a, a sympathetic character. Like, I understand she's a sympathetic character, but this this whole arc is just, I don't buy any of it. You know? Listening like to you be angry about her is like listening to you be angry about Gabby from Attack on Titan Season 4. But, like, they gave Gabby the justice to, like, by oh, the yeah. end of it, you know, to, like... Well, yeah, Gabby had, time... like, 10, 
12 episodes or something. Yeah, the time was spent with her. Like, and, you know, and I feel like if they actually wanted this, you know, because everything we've had prior, and again, it's like you, you kind of, you know, you hit, said it perfectly. Gugu was such a likable character, you know. Marsh mm-hmm. was such a lovable character. We didn't have to spend much time because the moments we had with them were mm-hmm. enjoyable. You know, we probably wanted more, but in a different way. I think for Tanari, we needed more time to like make it believable that she was potentially a good person mm. or a flawed person that had elements of both in her. You know, it's it's just you know because this is probably ending. We got maybe one, two more episodes of this arc, I think, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna have like a kind of you know whether it's a cliffhanger at the end or if it's kind of like a couple episodes of like you know settling in for another season. Mm. But I, I don't know. It's I'm not down on the show. And it's good. It's just this. None of this has really worked for me. You know, I think this is kind of a miss, like a slight miss. Interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely not as uh, critical on this arc in particular. Um, I'm just more open ended. I want to see where this goes before I make any 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 rulings on it. Like um, if 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 I knew, like okay, so okay, here's a thought experiment. So just say Fushi, we didn't know Fushi was immortal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, if we knew there's like, a timer on it, or there's this and that. If we knew he wasn't going to move on to the next set of characters, you know, like, if we, there was a chance we were going to spend a lot of time with Tanari. And you know what? I would love that. If by the end of this, Tanari is, like, the new de facto, she's not going anywhere for, like, a long time, mm-hmm. I would buy it. And I bet you it would work well. Mm-hmm. I feel like we'd get time. But if at this point she just dies, it's like, all right, let's do Like, next. Thank you, next. You know? Like, I don't know. It's... There's nothing more frustrating than a character that has the potential and they make them so abysmal and like mean and and just rotten mm. and then they don't have the time to flourish them potentially make them a note you know again it's just my it's just kind of my take on it but uh, love the show and I'm excited for more I'm excited for next week <laughs> you know, it's... I think you know she's proven to be a flawed character up mm-hmm. to this point and that's fine I think the like I think all that's really left unless but I think like the timing is too tricky. I think all that's really left for her character to do is have like a redeeming moment before she dies. Mm. Like that seems like the natural progression is like, you know, you get the audience irritated, like she irritates Fushi. And then despite his better judgment, he gets attached, which has kind of already happened. She Mm. helps, she saves him from like a life threatening situation because she like rallied the Island people to help with the knockers in the first fight. Mm. She saves, she tries to save him again. And then uh, he doesn't need it. And then maybe in this last period, maybe like to the end of her character arc is she makes like a genuine con- uh, contribution and like risks her life or something along those lines. She can't even say his name, Dave. She, ca- <laughs> what do you mean? she, she calls him immortal. Yeah. Constantly. The odd time she calls him Fushi, but like his being of what he is is more important than who he is as a person. Yeah. It's it's super frustrating. It's like yeah. how how am I supposed to feel good? Like feel bad anyway. I'm going on way too long about uh, yeah. way too much about her. But I think that part of that might be the point. Yeah, yeah like maybe. like I'm you know what I mean. Like the whole point, if you think about the introduction of her character, it's that she wasn't likable and he didn't like mm-hmm. her. Yeah, I think it's interesting. We'll see where where it goes. Um, I have random industry news. Let's do it. To sprinkle in between things. Um, Sony Funimation has acquired mm-hmm. Crunchyroll. And S- Verve, too, apparently. And what? Verve. It's another one of the other uh, major anime streaming sites, I believe. Um, so I don't know, you know, like how that will really impact things, but that is industry news. So. There was a rumor that Sony is going to be incorporating... Uh, Crunchyroll and Funimation into their like PlayStation Plus subscriptions. Interesting. So it's like a little boon to people, you know, that have PlayStation Plus at like a similar rate. They can get all this anime. Okay. That would be very clutch, if the money makes sense, you know. But, Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. An- anime, love it. Like it's it's so smart. like Sony. I, I'm actually surprised the deal went down because it kind of puts like a bit of a like a monopoly on streaming sites, you know? Yeah, especially they... Because what mean, other ones? Who's like, left in the anime space other than... Like, Funimation's the big one. Crunchyroll's the big one. Mm-hmm. Verve, apparently. I've heard of Verve. Like, I, I know of them, but, like, I can't think of another one. Very interesting. Yeah. We'll have to see 
how that goes because like uh presently like the, there are certain animes that are only on funimation and only on crunchyroll mm-hmm. i wonder if that goes away or what they're gonna do i guess we'll see also a quick note on on like because we had to watch sunny boy on funimation correct yeah i think that for you nothing has improved since when i watched uh, <laughs> demon slayer on the app it was god awful my goodness yeah <laughs> yeah hopefully that doesn't stay the status quo forever um the only other piece i i randomly had matt damon <laughs> written Whoa, down okay. because because i'm not gonna spend a ton of time on matt damon but he's doing a massive podcast slash press tour right now yeah he is what he's pretty he's it's a it's a movie about uh oil drilling i think he plays like a he plays like a roughneck guy yeah but i think that's like five seconds of the movie i um, think it's he that's just his background but i think it's like him ripping around europe yeah um but so anyway you know i haven't seen it obviously or even like a trailer uh but i've listened to some of the podcasts like particularly like he was on mark maron mm-hmm. and uh armchair expert and i listened to those and they were good listens if you're interested yeah. in because matt damon's been in like some pretty fantastic movies and like those are two pretty good interviews um so if you're into Matt Damon, as most anime fans are, yeah, <laughs> give those a listen. <laughs> they were good listens. I enjoyed them both. Yeah. Last piece. There's a live action Avatar Last Airbender television series in production. Casting has been revealed. Uh, I'm not excited for it. I've I've had I'm i've never I've, I've never touched any actually you know what i saw the 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 avatar movie in theaters oh my god the yeah oh that's oh my god i sat through i when i had seen it everyone walked out but me and i was just so stubborn i was like i thought it was hilarious like you know i had no i've never watched the show i have no association with the characters it was just it was a movie to go see at the time right and uh people were the only one of the few times i've actually seen people walk out of a movie and like they're yelling and arguing as they're walking out of the theater like that's amazing yeah and i was just like i don't know yeah they're upset but uh this is kind of a train wreck and i love it but uh like not a good movie by any means i remember there being like one scene and i thought like the fight was like really good and people were like booing at the screen i'm like oh really (laughs) this this is kind of cool but yeah, yeah avatar last airbender is on netflix in its entirety oh, as, oh yes it is yeah as is the legend of Korra, the uh mm. spinoff um it's uh not you know depending on like how rigid you are in your definition of what is anime it's not technically anime because it was made here um, it was directly inspired by, yeah it was meant to replicate Huge. what anime was right hugely and it, it's amazing like there's no ifs ands or buts about it like it's one of the most wholesome Oh, you've watched it? Oh, yeah. I blazed oh, through really? it um, when COVID started, I think. Oh. Um, it's great. It's it's fantastic. Uh, it's good for kids. Um, there's lots of, like, fun stuff you can also pull out um, if you're if you're a little bit older. But, uh, yeah, man. I Yeah. If you love anime and you're looking for something to rip through, especially if it's on Netflix where you are, you can spin that up, man. Uh, I will recommend that all day. Yeah, big fan. And, you know, no, like... No oh, yeah, good to... You know, shocking me, actually. <laughs> what, that I've seen it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I would have known this by now that you've uh, you've yeah. heard this before. Yeah, I love it. Um, wow. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but... It, really, really, really wholesome, really cool, really fun. Hmm. Um, What you got? I checked out the first episode of What If... Oh, yes, Marvel's... Yeah, uh, Marvel's What If, yes, sir. What If. So how is that? It's pretty cool. I don't know. It's um, it's by no means perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, not a fan of the animation at all. Okay. Um, so it has. You know how like, so there's there's a couple things to unpack here. So, the the idea of it is is tremendous. Like, you know, I think I think it is based on a comic run that they did. Like, I think there is a comic series by Marvel called What If. And it's basically just replicating that. Um, but this first episode is um, if Captain Carter got the serum, not uh, Captain America, or not uh, Steve Rogers. Yep. Um, really cool. So whenever the action is on, it looks tremendous. Like, the it looks very fluid. But the 
whenever they like there's quiet moments their lips like they're not out of sync but it has like the uncanny valley effect thing yeah they're super rigid they look like like clay soldiers um the comedy is is like pretty hammy like if if like the marvel movies are set at like a six no if the Marvel movies are set at like a four which they are they have like pretty cheesy jokes and like you know it, it is, is what it is it's for families yeah. This is like a seven. Like it's pretty cheesy. Like when they talk, really? like like uh, Dominic Cooper. Like a lot. Of, they had some people come back. Like Dominic Cooper is back to do uh, Stark or Old Man Stark. Oh, that's cool. And it's like, why, wow, dude? Like, <laughs> did they have you at gunpoint to like do that voice? <laughs> you know, like it's, it's pretty cheesy. But uh, not like the story. Like the the whole what if scenario was like pretty well executed in my mind. They did some cool things. I am um, the one thing I'll say. You know, it's it's hard not. That's the thing. I don't even want to say it because I, I I want you to watch it, and I think you'll find it cool. But I had somehow started the episode without seeing the thumbnail in Disney Plus. Oh, okay. And there was a moment, and I was like, you know, it, it's not that it was obvious, but anyway. So there's a moment that happens, and you're like, oh, it was like it was like the first kind of like moment, what if moment in what if, where I was kind of like, that's kind of cool, like how they kind of played around with that. And then I finished the episode, and I was like, I can't wait to talk to Dave. They kind of, you know, hopefully he'd watch it. We can talk about this moment. And I back out of the episode, and right there in the thumbnail is, like, the reveal oh. of, like, that moment. <laughs> I'm like, what a bummer. <laughs> like, people right off the bat know that this character is that or that, you know, that a version a of that character. And it was like, why, why couldn't... Anyways, it's thumbnails are, are, are ruthless that way sometimes, but... um. I obviously haven't seen it, so... Yeah, no, I think, like, I think it is good. Like, it's it's longer... I thought they were going to be, like, 15-minute episodes. And... But this thing was, like, 33 minutes. It just oh, felt wow. like... It, it felt like it wasn't ending. <laughs> you know, it would be like, all right, and then... And yeah. then... And, and then, you know, it's... It's, um... And lastly, on I the other thing that doesn't do it any justice is they are trying to fit the full two hours of the first Avenger into 30 minutes. And there's definitely moments where they could have shaved down some, you know, like added more time to this scene and like, wait, like they, they, they stayed on the scenes that did not to be, that did not need to be three minutes long. That's like a 30 second scene potentially in in, in my mind. Like I'm not running Disney there, but it was. I don't know. It's cool. I'm. I'm looking forward to watching each one because, like I said, the idea of it is super cool. It's light. It's really light, but um, it's kind of cool to see because Captain Carter's, you know, Captain, you know, UK or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. is like significantly more violent and brutal than Steve Rogers. Really. And yeah, just so to see like a Captain America type character like just absolutely destroying people on screen. Whereas Steve Rogers was more reserved and like was all about like working as a not 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 that Captain Carter doesn't work as a team, but she's like there to like to get bodies. That's <laughs> it's a, pretty good. She had her own show at one point, right? Yeah, never never watched it, but I, I heard neither. people. I heard it was really good. I like a good period piece. Yeah, me too. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, maybe I'll watch some of those. What if so? they're they're doing like a bunch of them, right? Like I think they're doing eight, yeah. and they're week to week. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So there's uh, there's potentially more. Like I said, I'm sure I'll be talking about it. But it was like I said, it was it was fun. And it was light, and it was a good 30 minute watch. You know, it's like I said, it, it's not perfect, but when sure. it's on, when the action is on, it looks tremendous. Like it's, that's yeah. Does it feel like it's marketed for a younger audience or made for a younger audience? I thought at first, but then when it kind of gets into the juice, it's kind of like whoa. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty pretty grim. Yeah. Huh. But it could also too like the setting of this first episode is like World War Two, and yeah. they really they really touch on the occult things that they kind of kind of touch like in the first Avengers movie or in the first Avenger rather the the occult stuff of Hydra is really only dedicated to the Tesseract, and that's still kind of the case here. But they kind of like expand like their yeah their the occult niche like the cult side of it like i don't know like they really like uh, anyway watch it I, you, you'll know what i'm talking about but it, it was a fun watch like I, I think everyone should watch it. if you love the marvel movies this is a dead ringer like it's an easy hmm. 30 minutes each week yeah okay i think i'll have to give that a spin at some yeah. point um 
I watched the second episode of Shaman King. Okay. Nah, fan. Not a fan, eh? Nah, fan. I um, I'm good. You're good. Eh? I after I, I watched good. the uh, the trailer, or after you had mentioned, I watched the trailer again. I was like, oh. Well, yeah. I got a lot on my plate, and uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, Dude. Oh, I I do want to watch the first episode just to see, but um, yeah, nothing, nothing. Like I'm not gonna dump on it or anything, but it was funny because I watched the first one and I mentioned it last week, and then. Mm-hmm. I like zoomed through it again, and then I was like, okay, what am I going to watch? And I was like, okay, I'll try this Sunny Boy thing, and then I'm going to go watch more Shaman King so I can talk about it on the podcast. And I'm like, I came off Sunny Boy and then watched Shaman King, and I was immediately like, fuck! <laughs> I could have been watching more Sunny Boy! <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think, no, nah, like it's, you know, it's uh, like it's cool and all that, but I think it's probably for a younger audience. Yeah. Um, I think so, yeah. And like, you know, you could probably say that about a lot of the anime out there, mm-hmm. um, but it just so happens to apply to a wide range. Like, you know, sure. like Avatar, Last Airbender, to go back to that for a sec, like that is absolutely meant for kids. Mm. Um, but there's so much relevant stuff in it and the world building is so fun and it doesn't ever feel like you're watching Blue's Clues, right? Sure. Like, uh, you know, it's just as much, you know, there's, there's lots of value in, in that story. There's something juvenile about Shaman King. Hmm. Um, I think a big part of the problem is the man in the chair, like the best friend character. Mm. And like just maybe some of the choices they've made in like the animation style feels, it just feels too kiddish. It could be me. I could just be being like fussy. Sure. Um, I, I think I'll probably end up coming back to this at some point and giving it another go because there's definite potential. Um I just, it sounds like not the right companion to Sunny Boy. <laughs> yeah, like I think yeah. maybe just you know between the stuff that I'm watching right now, it just doesn't fit at all. Sure. Um, even Tokyo Revengers is like semi juvenile sometimes, but it's a very different way. Yeah, it's just not a fit uh, for whatever's on my plate right now. But mm. I know that uh, some people love it. So if you're one of those people, tell me what you love about it so much. Hit us up. But uh, yeah. Not, not, uh, didn't knock it out of the park in the first couple episodes for me. So if you give it a shot, Grant, you got to let me know how you feel. Yeah, no, I, I do, I do want to check it out. It's, uh, like I said, I think we're at that critical point in the season where the shows we've been like following from the get or from the beginning are kind of coming to a close and there's some, there's some other stuff starting at the same time. So, mm-hmm. um, I think Shaman King might be, uh, it just, it, it screams Christmas vacation to me. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just like oh, I got like two hours to kill, and like I I don't want to be completely, you know, distracted. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need something, and it, you know if if it sticks, it sticks. But uh, I I'll eventually get around to That'd it. Maybe a sure. good one, yeah. Yeah, it, it, I was looking forward to it. I remember when you and I talked to, at the beginning of the year, early days of the, of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was it was the one I was looking, on my list of looking forward to the most. So it was really I, highly I think, anticipated. Yeah. Um, at the time, and the trailer looked great. It's funny how things work out, you know? Yeah. You got anything else, my friend? Uh, yeah, one one last thing. Uh, I went and saw The Suicide Squad. Dude, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, nice. uh, it was good. It was good. I liked it. Sorry, it's, um, it's kidding. No. He's really <laughs> stoked about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I think it's kind of, you know, I'm not going to, there's not too much more that I need to get into that you haven't already said, but um, James Gunn is a dead ringer for this movie. <laughs> Yeah. Like, there's no other person that should be making these movies. Um, I think... I I think I like the Guardians movies more. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little more... I think a little more... Reservation is sometimes good, sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, having, like, like a, a limit of what you're allowed to get away with. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's shown in in the Guardians movies. Mm-hmm. This was just kind of like, you know, it's it was like bullet porn. Or it was like blood porn. You know, it mm-hmm. was just like very over the top, and it, it worked. And there, you know, there's fun. Like the the only significant takeaway from this movie is the character performance. The story could care less about. It was just popcorn kind of totally, totally. Um, some great performances again. John Cena. There was not a scene he wasn't in where he didn't belong. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he, like, and you know, like, I'm not. They're giving him a show, eh? 
Yes, yeah, I did. I did see that. Crazy. Um, you know, like like Idris Elba and um, uh, Mar- uh, Margot Robbie, like they are very, very competent. Like, and not to say John Cena is like not a good actor, but like he kind of has this reputation with him. Mm-hmm. You know, of his career and all that, and like people like to goof on him. Like I know, I'm sure he's. I, I've been told. I've read online. He's a very good person. He works with kids a lot and all oh, that. Yeah, and, Make a Wish and all know, that. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, he's he's always been a very charming guy, but like he would be in scenes with them, and like sometimes it comes down to the line he's given, but like his timing was impeccable, um, and uh, so he was yeah. Peter Capaldi, like you know, he was tremendous in it too. Like he was, is that Polka Dot Man? No, no, he he was he was great as well, but no, the Thinker. Oh yes, you know when Peter Capaldi just let him loose and he just like you know it was. There's a show Leanne and I watched that he was in called uh, The Thick of It, and, and there's a movie In the Loop, and he kind of plays like a, a spin doctor in like the early 2000s, and like uh, like uh, in uh, in England or yeah, in the UK there, like he works for the prime minister, and he's just like an absolute piece of shit, and like <laughs> and he has like just this evil energy, and he completely replicated that for this role, and I had read today that like that was the one of the reasons that why they wanted him in the movie. That's pretty funny. Um, and I was like, that yeah, perfect fit. But no, it was great performances. Uh, the thing, the one thing I will say is all I've been reading is how like a revelation that King Shark was and Sylvester Stallone's performance was. I was like, <laughs> it was like people need to like crawl out of their own assholes. Like it was okay. You know, it was not Groot. It was not like Drax levels of like kind of yeah. playing dumb. But uh, not other than that, it was it was a good movie. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, I thought it was a. I thought the uh, the shark was a good character, mm-hmm. and that's like where I left it. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, it's a it's a fun James Gunn thing. Like uh, yeah. I saw a, a snippet of Sylvester Stallone being like, in his direction, James Gunn was very specific on how he directed Stallone to voice act. Okay, uh, for that, and that like a really stupid shark was the whole bit that slight that gets you know a little bit smarter as the film goes um and they an excuse to do stupid jokes and like i think they completely succeeded in that endeavor i thought it was fun yeah no but, it yeah was, like i don't know it was, it was, uh, it's exactly game changing yeah and you know like it's you know admittedly and i've said this before like i have not watched many of the dc movies like i've seen the pair of the suicide yeah. squad movies and um I think the original man or the first the first Superman movie. Yeah. And I think this is the best one out of any of them and I'm sure I don't think that's saying much compared to the see, history uh, they've had. Batman versus Superman? No. Really lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I don't know, it's I like I will I'll I don't think I'll ever seek this movie out um to, for a rewatch, but mm-hmm. uh, it was I'm glad I saw it in theaters. It was a per, it was a perfect theater movie. Very good theater movie. Yeah. Totally agree with that. I was worried about you know inside baseball into my life i always get very just because i've had bad experiences like blowing my eardrums at the movie theaters Mm -hmm. and you know i haven't really been back for a movie like the last movie i saw where i was worried was like uh uh rise of skywalker right and there was like good portions in the movie where i was like you know my my hands were kind of like near my head you know to like try (laughs) and cover my ears up and uh i was really worried about this and I was shocked at how well balanced the like the EQ of like the the surround sound was and the musical kick and uh, but yeah. yeah it was so it was anyway but like good theater movie <laughs> good soundtrack too James Gunn again yeah. yeah yeah very strong in that department cool I'm glad you enjoyed it yeah would you agree vastly different superior movie than the first oh my god it's not even a discussion like yeah. there's just <laughs> you know it's no doubt like, yeah crazy. Be, uh, be very, uh, I don't think so. I'm, I'm curious to see what he does with Peacemaker, the series. Um, it sounds like he even wants to do a season two, so who knows how that'll go. Um, curious. I would be, I would be surprised if, like, if, you know, like, he, he's, I would find it shocking if he would just jump back and forth between, like, Guardians and Suicide Squad. Like, you would think, who knows? you know, maybe if the money's right, but, like, I feel like, a person like him who wants to make weird things would want to do their own thing. I know. I, w- uh, I feel like I want, I f- after Guardians 3, I would really want to see a James Gunn original story or an oh, adaption yeah. of some I would, sort. I would like love to see like a writer, director, original something of some kind. He's yeah. got 
he's got weird Tarantino vibes to he, him. Yeah. I, oh, he actually said, I, I listened to an interview with him today, and he like they just said, James, like if you have unlimited budget and the ability to get anything greenlit ever, what do you do? He goes, listen, not many people can say this. He's like, but I'm getting everything greenlit I want. He's like, I want to finish Guardians. I wanted to do Suicide Squad. I want to do a Peacemaker show. He's like, I'm happier than a pig in shit right now. Wow, <laughs> he goes, one day that. I'd like to do a Western, but like, I'm not even oh. thinking about that right now. But I'd, I'd watch the hell out of a James Gunn Western, so who knows? Oh, yeah. I'll be, I'll be thinking about that for a long time now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that about does it for this week. All right. Cool. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if this is your first time listening, like, follow, comment, subscribe. Do the relevant social media thing on the appropriate social media platform. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Cheers.